Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And welcome to the Say What Show for January 29th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and with me is Walt Silva, Dolly Howard, and Jan Shaw. And I hope you're hearing us, because I'm telling you, we've had some problems here. All right. Okay, I'm assuming that we're all right. Somebody in, somebody in chat, let us know if you can hear us. Help! <sighs> Help! Oh, my God. Nick says, just the phone. Okay, okay. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, thank you. Nick is Nick, Nick is our um, international correspondent from Canada. <laughs> we, we should get him up here to tell With us his about his finger on the pulse of the convoy. <laughs> and he's also our uh, audio advisor. <laughs> he, he sends us email. I think that this is what's happening. Uh, Nick, it was not what was happening. We don't think. We don't actually know for sure, except that we seem to have a clear signal now. Somebody in chat tell me. You got a clear signal, yes? Diane says yes. Okay. All right. Um, when the hell was it? Yes, Thursday. Walt gets on with me, and I don't know. I know it must have been two hours. I don't know if it was three hours, but it was one of the stranger uh, experiences because that echo that you guys were hearing from time to time through the other shows um we we think we clear it up and then we talk a little more on skype and boom it would happen again and this went on and uh, trying every different way we could think to you know and and boom but then it turned out that it might have been in skype now <laughs> this is this is Can a you, nancy what can you turn off the playback? Cause you're still. I don't have it on. I don't hear well, it. Well, I'm. S- Do you have something on in um, your computer? Do you have the show oh. on, Jan? Well, that's weird because I stopped it before I even came on. Yes, it was on. So my mea culpa. <laughs> that happened to me too, Jan. It when turned you guys itself telling me that. Yeah. Damn, yeah, I'm asking. No, I mean, I didn't do anything. But anyway, whatever. Okay. Mercury retrograde. Uh, Nancy, should I continue? Or yes, yes, yes. Okay. We can hear you now. So to get oh, out it's been the nutty echo. Oh, okay. it's I already a- talked to him. We seem to be okay now, right? Yeah. Well, I already talked to him. <sighs> but anyway, the Skype thing is very interesting. And I want to pass it on to anybody out there that might be um just interested in it they seem to have put up a new skype ability let me i don't know what to you know i don't know what to call it um and if you go to your settings and you go on over to audio and video and you go down and you look for the audio you're going to see that there is a noise cancellation I don't ever remember seeing it before and if you put that up to high we were playing with it Dolly and so we put that thing on because we hadn't seen it before we put it on and um, when Walt was listening to me and we were mucking with my computer 
I had the fish tank on because I wasn't doing a live show and wasn't recording, and he couldn't put, hear the fish tank. So now I get all excited. I said, oh, okay, you do it, you do it. And he does it, and I said, now squeak your chair, because you know how he always had that squeaky chair? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and so he's, I couldn't hear it. When he, did, when he took out this noise cancellation thing, I couldn't hear his chair squeaking. Wow. He says, ah, it's squeaking. I can't hear it. So... To make a long story short, I got, I, you know, because I always look for, I look at the details and then I look at what really happened, you know. And I had asked the universe, how can we fix that chair squeak? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so try, they take us on this long voyage around the computer <laughs> world and boom, there it is. I haven't heard his, his chair squeak yet. Um Okay. It has to be set for high, remember? Yeah, it has to be on high. Low and high, and it has to be set for high. And also the the other thing that JP told you, the automatically adjust microphone settings has to be shut off. Shut that off. That's, told, yeah, that seemed mm-hmm. to be what the problem was when we got down to the end of it, right? Well, not, now I, I don't hear the echoing thing. Uh, so if, I, if anybody else is hearing it... Uh, what we were hearing was the radio on your phone, but yeah. what we were getting the other day, I uh, haven't heard it yet. Yeah. Okay, now another question to the uh, to the listeners. Do we sound like we've got balanced so- uh, sound? Because when we were mucking around with this, my microphone sometimes can be way o- over too loud or too soft. And I'm not sure that it's on the right setting, but it could be because we've changed everything. So anybody in chat that might hear that we're pretty equal, or is there somebody's too? Because <laughs> Nick says chair squeaks in Radio Gremlin sounds like a good movie. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, gee. Um, okay, so nobody's saying anything. Well, if it's if the sound seems like we're not equalized, you you guys let us know, please. Um, Okay, Jan, another great show. Um, the trucker thing, I got to tell you, you were talking about the truckers, and I had just talked to friend Sandy. Okay, thank you, Diane. Um, I talked to Sandy, and I said, you know, because she's, she's not one of us, <laughs> and I said to her something about <laughs> Ottawa. And I said, because our friend Cindy moved up to Ottawa. She's there, all right? So I, yeah, so I said, uh, we we were talking about Cindy, which made me think of the truckers. And I said, well, she better not go outside her door because there's a thousand truckers that are coming into the city. And I thought, maybe I'm exaggerating. It was, what did they say? 50,000 trucks? Oh, yeah. I mean, even 43 miles. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm. Oh, and actually, man. there was something that I I meant to read on the show, and I didn't. I forgot about it. And it's from somebody. It's from a trucker in the Freedom Convoy. Do you want to hear it? Go oh for yes, it. yeah. Go ahead. And this was shared on Facebook. That's where I got it from. Hello, everyone. We made it to Thunder Bay today. I have a hard time finding words to express the momentum on this convoy. The convoy is 100 kilometers long and growing all the time. The support people have is overwhelming. Coming into Winnipeg yesterday was pretty emotional. 
the comrade ears went pretty quiet because no one could find words to express what we felt. There were people packed on the shoulders of the streets, cars parked and people for miles and miles on the ring road around the city. The horns never stopped honking. On the four-lane going out of Winnipeg, we thought it was hammer-down time, but ended up driving 5 to 20 kilometres per hour for hours and hours. People had campfires going in the ditches, fireworks, a sprayer with booms out with big thank-you signs on the booms, crane trucks with the booms up with signs, light flashing and flags, the shoulders of the four-lane packed with people and cars, Overpasses packed with people, tons of families, little kids all bundled up. Everyone was jumping, dancing, waving signs, flags and flashlights, all in minus 30 degrees. Seeing how happy kids are, their smiles makes you a little emotional at times. This is how Canada is supposed to be. This morning, going into Ontario, the support is amazing. The laneways, crossroads, little towns... Same things happening, constantly speeding up and slowing for groups of people. I feel like I am cheating with adaptive crews. When we came to Thunder Bay, they had a big area ploughed off, tents put up, big fires, and an insane amount of food. Beef on the buns, spaghetti, sandwiches, coffee, donuts, and you name it. They brought pallets of windshield washer fluid for everyone. Very humbling how kind everyone is. This is what freedom feels like. I felt normal for once, not alone, like the last two years. Thanks for all the support. It is much appreciated. Well, I'm hitting the hay. Cheers. Thanks. So it looks like this uh, agenda to divide and conquer ain't going to happen, is it? Because everybody's coming together behind these convoys. It's yeah, great. It's it's funny what you said about the uh, the the the, uh, the the people's attitude. Uh, John Claude and Janine, he was he was bringing up an item where the the truckers in two weeks have collected six million towards this, mm. and the the government the party took three months to collect three million. <laughs> So, yeah. So there he says they're a minority now. Yeah. And I was covering in the show about Trudeau being the coward he is, cowering in his bunker like Biden does. And Joni had said in chat um he's got COVID. No, he hasn't got COVID. He was in contact with somebody that had COVID and he used it as a pretext for hiding away in self-isolation even though he's triple vaccinated and his policy is you don't have to isolate if you're triple vaccinated with no symptoms. So it's... Uh... And, and the thing is, he's like Biden in the sense that he's not the real Trudeau. Uh, right. I mean, just like Biden, it's not the real Biden. So yeah, these yeah, guys are but... terrified. I mean, nobody, in the script that they got, nobody told me, okay, what do we do when uh, when the trucks show up? Who needs guns when you have trucks? Well, yeah, it's not like you can easily run them off the road, is it? <laughs> yeah. There is no road. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just uh, one long trucker um, expanse. <laughs> and and, and what, what, hap what happens when you got a whole bunch of truckers coming up against a bunch of patsies out there? You know? 
Nobody has to have a gun. It's just the full implication of, oh my God, look at the truckers coming. Ah, yeah, it's just, it's too, it's too perfect. Too perfect. I was crying when you were reading the things about that. When you were, when you were doing your show, I'm going like, oh my God, I never thought I'd see this in my life. This is astounding. Because remember, I mean, it's against the mandates, but it's waking everybody up to the fact that we're, we've been under attack. And somebody in the uh, Blessed Bee says, you know, it's like the cavalry arriving, I guess, or the allies arriving at the concentration camps. You know? Mm. And then she says, who yeah. needs spaceships when you have truckers? <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing is, you know, the people that are behind all this, basically they're all self-serving people. So they're only looking out for themselves. They haven't got this um, mass common um, common goal. You know, they, I can't remember where it was. I read, oh, probably a few years ago, the reason that, that the U.S. lost in Vietnam was because there was no common goal behind them being there. It was purely, you know, political, deep state, et cetera, et cetera. So there was no real will to win, unlike with World War Two. You know, there was so much in terms of a moral um, uh, outcome to everything and i think this is this is like a world war Two. this is why i said in um you know there's lots of parallels i've read the uh, wartime presidency um all that series i haven't seen the epilogue that was promised that's not out yet um doing the comparison between trump as a as a president in exile a um, compared to the Philippine president, but also the last one was comparing what's happening with the vaccines and everything else with um, Nazi Germany and the experimentation in the Nuremberg trials. And, you know, what we're seeing here is these, these truckers are the inspiration for everybody to come together and I say everybody, I mean, it's a mix of vaccinated and unvaccinated. It's against the mandates, not necessarily against the vax, even though it is undoubtedly a bioweapon. But when you've got a common cause, that really mobilizes people. And that's why it's spread all over the world, you know, in all these different countries. They've set bless Canada they've set an example to the whole world in terms of this is what you can do to stand up to this tyranny I mean it's fantastic the only thing is I don't know it'll happen in England because you probably fall off the end of the island if you have too many <laughs> yeah but they've are they, they they've got the, those police uh, filings and I think that those criminal actual filing criminal charges against all these people based on all the things they've done. I think that that's what motivated um, Ireland and Denmark and um, Great Britain to oh, cease, cease all this, this COVID crap. I mean, mm, like overnight. Yeah. And the only thing that I know of that changed in Great Britain was that they every single police precinct was being, you know, given these criminal charges against and then the names of the people 
and the police were taking it in. So once you, once you, you know, it would have been one thing if they were just being ignored. And this is, you know, <laughs> just, you know, the, the same people that have been fighting 5G and everything else, it was like they were already organized to do something. And to find out that this is, I mean, it's brilliant that in the end, it's the very organizations that they were so, so, sure that they had control over like the police you know that are saying now wait a minute this has gotten out of hand it, it it's it, it's amazing and you know over here we have uh senator johnson who is at least bringing this into the, the record book of you know what's really happening with all the doctors that he's he's uh brought on uh, it's an amazing that was an amazing event and that was Senator Johnson. Was that a, 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 it was an official congressional hearing, right? Right. No, I don't think so. That was a, um, it was a town hall or a, what did I call it? That, that's what I, I was going to do. was official. He did um, a round table thing, oh. similar to what he did with the uh, vaccine injury sufferers, you know, when they had that. 13-year-old girl who is now completely incapacitated in a wheelchair and everything else who was involved in the Pfizer trial and they just they put down her the effect on her as a stomach ache or something ridiculous so the first one was all the um, adverse reaction sufferers and then the second one was all the doctors so it wasn't a congressional hearing it was just him giving these people the chance to actually tell the world what what is going on. Oh, I wished it was a congressional hearing. And did you hear, have you heard about what they're, well, it's Fox. Fox has taken it down. Uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, you know, that organization, you know, that got, what was it, $60 million? I don't know, millions and millions and millions of dollars. And so they went into the, uh, where did the money go? And the woman went who... went to the organizers, didn't it? <laughs> well, the woman who organized it, okay, apparently said, okay, you guys take over, and took off. And the two people that were left with it said they never agreed to take the job, <laughs> okay? But more importantly, they went to where the headquarters was supposed to be, right, on the on the... Uh, non-profit organization papers and everything and they weren't there so they go in and they talk to the people and they said no Black Lives Matter has never been at this address <laughs> so they, they they're a scam from the get-go now what's yeah, and the so woman the, that was heading it she she bought several houses yes three on the money that was donated yeah I mean, it's dumb as a nail, you know? I mean, McNeil's probably smarter than these people are. <laughs> Does this mean that the Church of Fauci has been officially closed? Well, it's not operating, because what they wanted to do was find out... Well, what happened was that some of the people, like uh, George Floyd's uh, family, okay, a lot of this um, campaign to get the money was to support their that family. 
and all the others that it had been done bad by the white people, right? And so apparently George Floyd's family said, you know, we never got any money from Black Lives Matter. Then that put him on the hunt of, well, where did the money go? And that's when they found out, well, where did the business go? It never even existed. And yet people reached into their pockets and threw millions and millions of dollars at them. Good. Mainly the uh, Democrats like Kamala Harris and the like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, these people are unbelievable. And, 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 and because they were talking about that, they got one of the, the people talking about it said, and, and, and he said, but, you know, we did the same thing over all the money the federal government gave for COVID. It, you know, and it was like 60 million, I don't know, millions and millions of dollars in fraud. It never got to where it was supposed to go. It was taken by all these fraudulent, you know, people taking it. And it reminded me of 9-11. Because one of the reasons that the really deep researchers like myself um, absolutely know, without a doubt, that this was a pre-planned situation is by watching what happened to the stock market. And there were people that were essentially saying, I'm selling, I want to sell all my American Airlines stock, and it's like minutes before the 9-11 thing goes, so that you've got a big win because, you know, right after 9-11, all the airlines just crashed on the stock market. And that was, that's only one of them. I mean, it was the different companies that were in the buildings. Uh, you know, it, 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 it gets kind of complicated, to be honest with you. I always get confused when I try to talk about it. But it's sort of betting on a future price that, you know, if, if, if you know it's about to fall and you sell out, well, you just made a lot of money. If you wait, you know, another three minutes and you get caught in it, you're going to lose a lot of money. And so, I mean, the, the, the trail goes crazy because all over the world, the stock markets were seeing the same thing. And um, so they started reporting that there was unusual stock ex exchanges in the days prior to 9-11. And then all of a sudden, it all stopped. The Americans told them cease and desist. And so the trail went dead. You couldn't follow anymore. What, who was it? What happened? All of the governments over the world were told to stop talking about it. So, It was know. a panel that Ron Johnson did, and I put the link to a video in both chats. Good for you. Yeah, I've got, I think I've still got it up on my, uh, in my tabs to look at. I don't know if I'll ever get down to it, though. So, um, Dolly, what are you thinking about this trucker thing? Well, I wish I could drive a truck. <laughs> I would join them in a heartbeat. My cousin Todd didn't get to come because of circumstances. And uh, I was going to talk to him about it and ask him his thoughts and... and what he knows insider trucking stuff um but it didn't happen that he came so uh i i really i'm all for it and i hope the americans can get their stuff together and start doing it too 
I really do. I think it's a good thing, and I think it's going to help to to uh oh, feed duck. I already did. I think it's going to help to break things loose here in the states with people, ordinary people saying, "Whoa, what the f are the truckers doing?" What is this about? Because there's too many of them to just ignore it. it. This cannot be ignored. This is a in your face. And if they don't uh, start to see what's going on or at least ask questions about it, then they are completely lost in my opinion. This is there my are opinion. Many. There are many still lost. There's people on Twitter threads complaining about this this convoy. I mean, food shortages and everything else. Only, a, you know, it's all selfishness. And you've still got all these people that are still totally brainwashed. Are you sure? Are you COVID. sure of that or are these trolls? Well, they could be trolls. They you know, could. You know, because, I mean, any of them could be trolls. I mean, think about it. How many people, if, if, if just an average person, that all of a sudden, 50,000 truckers, now a question is, do, do they even hear this? Unless they're looking at Fox, and Fox didn't seem to think it was that paid. But my, my feeling is, is that anybody who goes to a grocery store and finds, I was talking to a friend of mine up in Maryland, and they are having real problems in the, in the shopping center, in the stores. You know, Walmarts, empty, empty, empty. So you got people like that, and you... you talk to anybody that knows you know anything about the supply chains you go well it's the truckers all of a sudden what the truckers are doing is going to get your attention why what, what is your problem well their problem is is that they've had enough and they're not going to play this crazy game anymore and as soon as as soon as i mean what was it sass oh what the heck was the name of this thing there's a um okay here it is this uh it's it's Oh gee. Uh, okay, this is the premier. Uh, prim, I get my prime minister. He's he's the like a um, like a state. It's called uh, what is the name of this thing? And I don't even know if I can pronounce it. Uh, oh, good lord, why is this happening to me? Okay, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan. 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 Okay. And this guy is like the uh, premier, the premier of that particular province. And he's uh, come out in front and for the truckers and, you know, goes on quite a bit, you know, talking about fighting the van mandate. And he said... Because vaccination is not reducing transmission, the current federal border policy for truckers makes no sense. An unvaccinated trucker does not pose any greater risk of transmission than a vaccinated trucker, which is what the point is here. You know, and you're making everybody mm. take something that's the, the risks in taking it are incredible. As you know, you've put out the, the numbers. So, um, but this is like, this is like if DeSantis said it, you know, which he did, you know, we're, we're not going to continue yeah. with this, uh, what do you call it, the Fauci, Fauciism? We're not following Fauciism, <laughs> I think he said. 
you know, so we've done it here. Texas did it to a point, but I guess Texas got more problems with blue blue people. Um, but you know, <laughs> it's just an amazing thing to see. So I I would I would bet they're more like trolls, because I don't think an average person who's actually seeing the effect of the problem are going to disregard what the truckers are saying, whether they agree with them or not. You know. Oh, I'm sure they'll see it, but, you know, there's a lot of complainers still out there. There's a lot of people that are addicted to masks and are addicted. You know, they want this to continue. And they the, do. And it's probably giving listening. them a sense of security. It's and that they, mass formation again. They are the squeaky wheels. <laughs> They're the ones that get the attention because they're squeaking all over the joint. It's, and so it seems like there's more of them than there are. It's the quiet ones that you have to watch out for. It's the quiet <laughs> ones that are seeing this stuff. And there's a hell of a lot more of them than there are the squeaky wheels. In my oh, yes, opinion. I'm sure there are. And as I was saying on the show, you know, I see so... So many people who are, you know, awake and um, against mandates and, you know, mask and vaccine and everything else, outweigh, you know, outnumber the the whiners <laughs> by, you know, a huge proportion. So, so yeah, I'm not saying, you know, but it won't get everybody. That's all I'm saying. It won't get everybody because some people are just so... Um, lost in their own um, twisted belief system, let's put it that way. Even the Bible says not all will go. So I don't yeah. anticipate that ever that all would go. Uh, the Bible says that I believe it. Always have. Mm -hmm. well, no, I some will not. <laughs> well, I just think that there's a lot more of us than there are of them, and the truckers are leading the way. And, you know, the fact they didn't have to do it without, with, well, I mean, I guess the truck is a weapon in many ways. There's a lot of, you know, it's a weapon because if I, if I stop driving this truck, you're not going to have food on your table. The truckers are the Pied Pipers. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so you um, pay the piper. <laughs> and thank you, Nick, because Nick was giving me stuff. He he posts it. See, uh, people that don't know how much fun the cosmic reality chat room is, we get some very very good people there, and it's not just for live shows, because people will come in there if they see something they post on it like they would at Facebook, only it's not going to disappear. And then other people come in and they look at it and they go, oh, and if that person's still there, they'll have some amazing conversations that just start up. Um, if, if you really want to feel like you can eavesdrop on people who are just trying to find the truth and being very honest with one another, um, you know, that go over there. It's, it's just a good place to be. And, you know, none of you troll people. <laughs> we don't want you. We will throw you out very quickly. <laughs> We try to keep everything, uh, you know, polite and um, something that's worthwhile. 
and sometimes not so worth, worthwhile, except it makes you belly laugh. <laughs> belly laugh. I like belly laughs. So, yeah. so there, Well, there's... sometimes you have to laugh when you're watching the theater of the absurd, don't you? <laughs> well, you know, and, and listening to uh, Fox, and Fox has done another uh, interesting little twist to uh, its programming. They took Jesse Waters and they put him in the time slot every night right before uh, Tucker. And Tucker comes off and he's been doing more of this. It's like he starts telling you a ludicrous story. <laughs> and, you know, he's acting like it's really serious and it's really true. And, you know, if you don't know Tucker, you're going like, oh, my God, what's this about, you know? And he's just using satire. And, you know, then he clarifies, he's pretty good, but I'm sure that some people, if they just are getting into him, they're going to be, and then he laughs like hell. Well, I'm watching Jesse, and this is only his first week that he's, he was in it, it was last week, and he's kind of like even more in-your-face laughter. He's like Gutfeld, he's very much like Gutfeld in that he, they, he just goes off on these storytelling things and... You know, could it be that? And the guest is like, you know, being interviewed by somebody that's supposed to be an, a newscaster, you know. But Fox is being um, very clear on the fact that they give you the news, but they're also commentators. You know, we're going to comment on the news, but our news is not going to be lies. It's going to be the truth. And uh, so it's fun. So, and they changed, uh, they added uh, two more people to their Saturday that are pretty outspoken and very, very good. So, um, I say well, I, I like that Larry guy, isn't it? Lawrence. What's his? Lawrence, yes. I'm trying to think. He's a black guy. Kid. Brian Kilmeade and. Lawrence. Jeez. Uh, uh, it's a very handsome, tall black man. And, and he's. I would call him a kid. He oh, he's definitely a kid. <laughs> in his late 20s, maybe, if, if that old. But he is good. He, I, I get a kick out of that dude. He's really good. Well, he started out on the streets as just an yeah. independent street uh, reporter. And during the 2020 riots that were all over the place... He was there in the street, and he was really good. Yeah. You know, and, and he got a ticket to start with Fox, and now he's got his own show. And to see a, a young black man like that, that, you know, is so successful, so because he does a good job. So that's there's a lot of exciting things that are happening. I, I like to watch Fox from the concept of how many people are watching it. You know, because if they're watching Fox, they're getting the truth. And they're getting some pretty funny commentators. <laughs> they, they can, I mean, there are times where I'm actually belly laughing because of what they're saying. Because in many cases, they just take everything to the most absurd place. I love to watch the five. Yeah, the five. Belly laughs. And, and you get mad, too, because yep. they get in these discussions and they have the Democrat on there who's <laughs> saying the things that we get mad at. And, oh, I'm so mad at Harold. Why is he saying that? And then Greg will come up with something, and I love watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. 
But again, it's an indicator. The five is at five o'clock, and it's like the number one show uh, in that time slot. And not only that, but in all time slots, I think it's only under Tucker. You know, or maybe it's a past Tucker now. But you know, it's like the the shows that are doing the best are the Fox shows. And I wouldn't look at Fox up until I couldn't handle what the, the what the, what mainstream media was. Well, I actually stopped watching it all for a long time because it was just so annoying. And um, I started to just give Fox a try, and then I realized, oh my God, these people know what's really happening. And it's, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, but it's an indicator that people are waking up, just like the truckers, you know, just like the truckers. Um, anything else on any of that? Nick is asking in chat, is Fox covering the Canadian convoy? Yes, they are. Um, Tucker had one of the people that was on the truck on the show telling about the, his experience. And then, they, and then they interviewed somebody that was... Uh, the night before, they had interviewed somebody that was a supporter following with them in his car. He didn't have a truck, but he was a supporter. So I don't even know how many of those, you know, there could be other cars and not truckers professionally, you know, or whatever. But no, they are coming. Yeah, when you see, when you see a film of the convoy, you can see these trucks interspersed with other cars as well. Right. Cars right. and trailers, uh, you know, the the kind that you pull behind your car and you sleep in. Campers, uh, that's campers. what I was trying yeah. to. Yes. <laughs> One thing I'd like to say about Fox, I do like Fox. I do like what they are reporting. I do not like what they're not reporting. I do not like the fact that they're not reporting it. Like Biden is, has never stepped foot in the White House. Like Biden has all these uh, sets everywhere so they can pretend that they're in the White House. That, um, uh, well, the things that aren't, they don't report on the construction that's going on, the, the destruction that's going on in D.C., the new... Uh, uh, Lights, the new things put under the streets, the new streets that are put on top of what's new under the streets where the old stuff they took out was. That they have uh, cleaned out the tunnels in D.C. and, and all and other places. I don't like what they're, that they are not reporting all the news. That's what I don't like. But I do like that they are reporting what they're reporting. I'm done. Well, if you're right and there's all this uh, theater behind everything, maybe they are not talking about it because they're part of the Patriots. They're talking about things they didn't talk about before. So, I mean, because if, I, if, I agree with you. I agree I with you. If they talked about it, they'd be giving the game away. I mean, this is yeah. all part of the plan, isn't it, to wake people up? And uh, you can't just 
tell the end of the book halfway through, you know. How are you going to wake them up by protecting them from everything? Well, I don't think they are. (laughs) No, I mean, they're showing what Biden and the uh, leftist cohorts and the rhinos are actually doing to the country. They wouldn't have any inkling that it could be as bad as this. I mean, look at the ratings. They'd still be hanging on to, you know, if if Trump had won, they'd be still hanging on to, oh, we should have had the Democrats in and, oh, we should have, you know, had Biden in in office and all the rest of it. But what they're seeing now is complete and utter, not just incompetence, but you know, deliberate destruction of the country. I mean, look at this thing with uh, Ukraine, for example. I was just skimming through Facebook and somebody posted, um, please pray for the USA. I hear our troops leaving for the Ukraine. War is possible. At At this point now, we better must put our faith in God. And somebody answered, there's something in the Ukraine that the evil Biden administration wants or is covering up. He's not sending troops because he loves the Ukraine people, blah, blah, blah. But also there's people, you know, demanding the transcript of this call that he had with Zelensky where, um, you know, he's going on about Russia's invasion is imminent and they're going to sack Ukraine and, you know, you, you need to be uh, protected and blah, 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 blah. And Zelensky's saying, well, you just pipe down a bit. You know, you're going way over the top. Our intel says, no, it's no different from what it's been over the past year. We tone everything down. You're not helping. And, um, oh, there was something else that that Biden said, and it's just slipped my mind for a minute. But, um Oh, I know what it was. Um, Zelensky was was asking for. Um, uh, oh, come on, brain! What's the word? Um, Tat um, tariffs. Or what do they call it? Tariffs against Russia, or um, anyway. And Biden's response was, "Well, no, we won't do that until we uh, until they actually invade." So. Um, this whole thing is a complete sham. Biden wants this because, of course, there's all these memes about airlifting the rest of Hunter's money out of Ukraine and things like that, because we know that they're up to their necks in corruption in Ukraine. And also the deep state wants to start another war. Hello? Putin won't stand for it. He's no fool. He knows exactly what they're doing. And he will take the piss out of them no end. They'll be dancing the other side of the border. I can just see it, you know, pulling faces at (laughs) at people in Ukraine. But the thing of it is right here is that the concept of NATO is that NATO is supposed to be the front lines against any kind of uh, Soviet Union uh, incursion or Warsaw Pact incursion. That's why it was established. So the United States is is going to send 8,000 ground troop over there, but the NATO countries have not stood up at all. 
the only things that has happened is the Germans sent the Ukraine some helmets. Well, Ukraine <laughs> isn't part of NATO. No, it isn't. It's it's no. See, this was I didn't. I, no, what? It's not a member. Okay, I'm trying right. to think of what it is. It's like an associate. It's like somebody that has a close, close tip a close relationship with but they have not signed the treaty the treaties that would invoke the nato response hmm. and also but also what zelensky was saying is look and i've read about this somewhere else russia has been in talks with the ukraine and i think I don't know if it was france and germany but other european countries who were also saying this has just been being um, ex, um, exaggerated out of all proportion. It's it's nothing like what the Biden administration is making it out to be. So, you know, <laughs> and it's so obvious that, you know, this is why it is the theatre of the absurd, because, you know, you would have things that happened in the past, like... Um, you know, the uh, Benghazi thing it wasn't until much, much later that the truth came out about it. And, of course, that's not been published in the mainstream media. But it, on its, its appearance seemed to be, you know, a fairly logical response in a way to what was going on apart from the fact that they refused to send people in. But this is like the, you know, it's like its own satire from the beginning. When you've got other world leaders saying, well, you just calm down, you're making so much of this, and it's a storm in a teacup. <laughs> it just shows, you know, Biden and his cronies up for what he is. Yeah, I, or, I listen. You know, would I, be if it was <clears throat> Biden. I listened to the uh, press, you know, conference or whatever it was that he had there, and he was like, you know, you, you, I virtually was seeing him in his mind throwing his hands up, going like, "What's the matter with these people? You know, he's causing all these my 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 people to become paranoid." And he said, "There's nobody running from the border or the tr none of this." And he, you know, Christ. You know, the American people, do they watch Fox? Yes, indeed, they're watching Fox. Thank God they're watching Fox. Because Tucker, from when they started this up, he kept saying, "What? why do we have to go to the Ukraine? Don't we have a problem with our own border? And yet we're going to run over there to stop a problem over in their border? What's this about? Very, very vocal about, you know, this is nuts. And, you know, the vast majority of people in the United States are listening to Tucker. The, the other guys tried to, you know, roast him over a fire. And he, he's, they're so stupid. They, they they do this terrible, you know, takedown of Tucker. And then Tucker plays it on his own show. <laughs> and says, this is what they're doing now. You know, I mean, it's like, they can't win. They can't win. Uh, it's, like, it's like the, um, you know, the Trump people playing Saturday Night Live and... Uh, really taking the you know what out of it 
Candice Owens responded to a sketch that they did that was supposed to have her in it. And she said, you know, you could have asked me to appear and, and be myself. I was a lot, I'm a lot better looking than the person that you used. <laughs> oh. And this is the point, I've said this so many times, you know, our side of things, not wishing to take sides, of course, but <laughs> we have a sense of humour. and. You know, satire is great and we take the mickey out of all of this ridiculous snowflake stuff. And, you know, if you go down, (laughs) there were all these tweets on Twitter today. (laughs) And it was, this was all about all these weird named bands all saying we're going to boycott Spotify (laughs) because of Joe Rogan. And they were making up all these names of bands and it was just hilarious. But that's the point, you know, you can have fun with these people. Uh, Apparently, uh, uh, not Carol King, the other one, um, somebody else anyway has decided they're going to boycott Spotify. All these kind of real no-hoper, out-of-date artists think that they're more important that they than they are and everybody doesn't give a you know what Spotify Spotify is the um the platform that Joe Rogan puts his uh uh podcast out on it it's also a music channel so Neil Young gave an ultimatum that said if you don't take Joe Rogan down um i'm going to withdraw all my music from spotify and everybody's saying uh yeah and (laughs) do we care and spotify came back and removed all his music because they've got joe rogan they paid him a million dollars to be on the platform it was three million million. it was three million was it i heard three million and he gets you know, like millions of listeners, 11 million, I think, was the last count I saw, um, which, you know, knocks um, Neil Young's into a cocked hat, as they say in England, you know, completely outweighs the listens that he gets. And uh, so people are just taking the mickey out of the whole thing, you know. It's so funny. That's the one thing I like about Twitter, obviously. And it, I got banned a couple of times for putting something on there somebody had um somebody had put one of the biden supporters had put this tweet out in response to something another one oh biden ought to be dancing on the rooftops telling everybody about all the things that he's done and i responded well maybe you should jump off the roof (laughs) (laughs) And immediately, I got this, um, you're going against community standards. (laughs) Encouraging somebody to commit suicide. Oh, my God. Oh, God, it was so funny. Dan Bongino was uh, dumped from YouTube. And the... Sorry? uh, Dan Bongino, he's a podcaster. He's also on Fox. He's got a Saturday night show at 9 o'clock on Sundays. Saturday night. I'm sorry, um, but he was so he was so funny because he was telling the story about what tripped the scale, and he said, 
actually, I think, I don't know, who was he talking to? Oh, he's talking to Gutfeld. And Gutfeld said, well, didn't you just post something that the C CDC had posted? And he said, yes, I reposted something from the CDC that said the masks weren't any good. And they put a, a warning against me. And he said, so the next thing I did was I posted a statement saying that um, you can find me on these other platforms because I'm upping. And he said, I had a picture of, you know, the middle finger. <laughs> and I was, I said, because I'm done with YouTube or was, no, Facebook. I think it's Facebook. I think he was talking Facebook. No, it was YouTube. It, it was, was YouTube. YouTube. Oh, he that, did. That okay. Got, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he said that... Um, they took him down for that, and they, they, they won't let him do any more YouTubes. And that happened to me back in January. You know, it's not only did they take the station down, but they told me, and I will not, and you will not be allowed to to use our platform or something like that, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I mean, okay, see ya. Because, again, you know, I, I, I didn't go into the videos because every one of them I had trouble with uploading it was like you know i finally said my guides i said to my guy all right if you don't want me to do this then for heaven's sake show me some other way and then derek says hey why don't we put podcasts up here's this station you can put the podcast the podcasts up and they go out to everybody and so i did that and uh when they took me down off of youtube the station uh it, google dumped me too <laughs> so we got Boom! I mean, Google was the number one place that that they were, people were finding us, and at the time that that happened, I think we were at sixteen thousand or seventeen thousand uh, downloads a, a month, and then it dropped to four thousand, and then within a matter of like three, maybe we're going into the fourth week, we're up over twenty-two thousand as of yesterday, so the podcasts are very popular. And probably for those people that want to, you know, try to break into it, I, I had not had the podcast station up, and yet it, it seems, to, for some reason, seems to be a much more popular platform for what we do. Of course, we don't put up videos of ourselves and stuff. We just, you know. Anyway, we're at the top of the hour, so I'm going to play Jessica Alisari, Change the World in Honor of Our Truckers. I thought you might have played Convoy. <laughs> The music kept breaking up, Walt. Yes, it was like when every time it would hit, hit a high, it would cut off. Like it, like the volume was too high, and it, and it would just it cut off, and then it would. So I don't I don't know if. Uh, Someone had their mic open, is what it sounded like. You could even hear the background noise. I had my mic uh, mute, so I don't know. Maybe it was me. So did I. It might have been me. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it would have affected That's the. Sweet. That's usually my uh, trick. Uh, <laughs> or mine. <laughs> listen, we're, we're you know, most of the most of the radio shows go mostly right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a great idea for a table game. Who's got the mute? Who's got the mic on? <laughs> well, JP told me that was the number one most difficult thing about broadcasting is the mic. Uh, dear God. Anyway. Um, 
Okay. So is there anything else going on in the world besides the convoy? I yes. Guess? Yes, I have something I okay, want to go share because I didn't get a chance to, to cover it. I knew um, those correspondents would come in <laughs> to help. Okay. Have you heard this story about the monkeys? Yes. Which one? Okay. The, the, the no. rock group of the monkeys? Music group of the no, monkeys? No, no. This was a, um, a truck trailer, um, you know, a big 18-wheeler thing that crashed into something, a dump truck or something, and spilled its cargo of monkeys that were en route somewhere. Live monkeys? Yes, yes, yes. That were apparently destined for some lab for experimentation, oh, probably. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And there was this woman in the, you know, in the vehicle following this um, this container and got out of the car, thought it was a bunch of cats, um, went up to this cage with the monkey in it, <laughs> Um, one story says she put her hand in the cage, and another story said this monkey hissed at her and, and kind of spat at her. And then it was um, all over the news about, you know, she had to monitor how she was and if she felt ill and all the rest of it. And my response was, what a load of BS. This has got to be a false flag. Um, crisis actor nobody would be this stupid um, the the monkeys that escaped they captured and then euthanized according to the reports for some reason the whole thing stinks to high heaven and it occurred to me that they would do, <laughs> it reminded so many people me included of the movie outbreak you know where this monkey gets transported over and it's got this Ebola-like uh, disease and uh, it's got Dustin Hoffman in it and a load of other people. And I thought, you know, we've had, we've suddenly had all these restrictions on masks and, uh, you know, lockdowns and everything else lifted. And people were suspicious, saying, I wonder what they're going to hit us with next, because the likes of um, Bill Gates and co, and co have been talking about, you know, a worse pandemic that could be on the way. And there were those vials of smallpox stuff that were found in a lab. And, and now we have this supposed shipment of monkeys who, who apparently should should have been quarantined that spill onto the highway and this woman's talking about oh and i was walking through all these feces well if she was in the car behind um and they were in these cages how would there be feces all over the highway i mean the story just didn't ring true to me and I do have an article about it somewhere if you want to hear it. But I was just interested to hear other people's impression of this farcical. Complete false flag, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. It's, as soon as I read it, I thought, nah. Well, <laughs> Fox, um, Fox uh, Jesse Waters' show, 
he interviewed a woman who works for one of the animal rights um, groups. I don't remember which one. Not and, Peter. I'm not sure which one it was. But she said that the transfer of these kind of medical monkeys is something that goes on all the time from one lab to another. And they actually knew where, what lab it was that it was coming from and where it was going. And um, it, the, the, the monkeys that, there wasn't that many monkeys that were actually got out. I don't remember if it was three or no, eight. No, only three. There was, was three? three? Okay. Yeah. So, but um, the the way that they, that Jesse actually introduced the show was that, yeah, the three that, you know, escape got euthanized, but the ones that are alive may have a future that is much more horrendous. So, mm. you know, and they, they, it wasn't a very long segment, but it was like, we're going to keep looking into this because you don't know, well, who were they and what did they have? And, but it's apparently something that's happening all over the place. I know no, they were on their way to Florida or were they coming from Florida? Florida got involved know. in it. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Really? Yeah. Well, why, I mean, would so, that, why would that well, woman get out of the car and walk through all this feces from three monkeys? That. Yeah, and I mean, if you see that, I've just pulled up the article. If you look at the cages, they're all kind of wrapped up it's really weird it's not like you've got the cages with the bars or the you know you have plastic and then a little grid that they can see out of it looks like they're all in brown paper wrappings so and there's no visible uh, feces anywhere around it's just crazy Crates holding live monkeys are collected next to the trailer they were being transported in along State Route 54 at the intersection with Interstate 80 near Danville, Pennsylvania. Woman who came into contact with escaped monkeys says she developed symptoms. <laughs> oh, she's not sick. She got rabies shots and antibiotics as a precautionary measure. Oh, God. <laughs> It no, they're going sad. to start isolating anyone that she may have come in contact with. <laughs> oh, and she said she was exposed to people who tested positive for COVID-19 at a birthday party. <laughs> She's patient uh, she is, zero. <laughs> she has not responded yet to the Epoch Times request for comment. And the first comment on here says, smells like a false flag. <laughs> I've no doubt Fauci's involved because, of course, he's done some horrendous experiments on monkeys, as we know, um, including transgender stuff. I mean, the world's gone mad. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And uh, I'm not sure it was the same group, but there was this other woman representing, a, 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 you know, the animals, and she was saying that, that she went through this whole whole liturgy of different programs of using monkeys in order to do something really stupid and she said none of these things work she said testing on an animal does not ensure that it's going to be okay for humans and she was really you know it was like whoa you know really kind of made it in real in my head that you know this animal 
testing shit is not only immoral, it's stupid. Yeah. So, um, okay, somebody, I, I think it might have been Nick, actually, um, gave me a link and said something to the effect that Trump, that Janine said, that this is a, 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 a Jean, Sending Ravens with Tarot by Janine. And people that have been listening to us, we, you know that we like Janine the Tarot Reader. And this is another um, station she's got on YouTube, Sending Ravens with Tarot by Janine. And she's talking to somebody, uh, Jean Claude, okay. And it's entitled Freedom Convoy Canada Trucker Updates, okay. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but he said that at 53 in the, in the, in the show, which is only 57 minutes, she says something about Trump. So I haven't even heard it, but I've got it up at 46, so it's going to be just about 11 minutes. And I figured, let's just play this and see what she might be saying about it. And they had been talking about the, the truckers, so um, are you guys good with that? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. I was going to yeah. ask you to, yeah. Okay, here we go. Wait a minute. I got I think I've got the, oh my God, did I remember? I had it muted and I remembered I had it muted. Oh, good girl, Nancy. Here we Very good. I was too excited. <laughs> I haven't slept all night either. No. Oh, my God. There's so much energy going on. Even now, I'm boiling hot. For some reason, all of the energy is hitting me. I continue uh, letting this Freedom Convoy uh, 2022 play here in the background. But yesterday, it also came out. We were talking about the fundraising here. So on one hand, you have the mainstream media telling you, oh, this is a fringe minority group. And within a couple of days, they had raised six or seven million dollars, whereas the Trudeau government, the liberal Trudeau government, over the course of months and months and months had only raised three million dollars. So who's the minority here? Think about that, Janine. And if I can see that um, um, poster, I'll bring it up because I thought Convoy have raised at that point $6 million in two weeks. So is there perhaps, the questioner is asking here, is there perhaps um, weather manipulation here to, per, to maybe try to prevent some of this convoy or for the people to actually be out braving the cold? Is that possible here, weather manipulation? This is a cycle, uh, the bomb cyclone here, starting to batter the Northwest. I think some of it's caused by um, manipulation. And this card says uh, it, it might have been put in place a long time ago. So this happens to coincide unless, uh, unless, like I said, they can look forward in time. Watch the movie Deja Vu. With, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Denzel Washington, that I guess it's an older movie. I thought it was recent, but it's not. It's older. Anyway, so secretly put in place a long time ago interesting so like i i'm telling you they they must know these things ahead think about the simpsons doing that like how would they know some truckers would this, this there's manipulation going on here all over uh -huh. the place. this is very interesting okay Let's anyway and this card here so yeah there's manipulation uh definitely with the weather 
Okay, very good. So let me play this clip again. I tried last night, but for some reason, I lost the screen. It was stopping midway as if nobody, somebody didn't want me to play it. So yes, 1999, The Simpsons on the truck. Convoy. Let me bring that volume up and see if I can make this work <laughs> this time around. Because it's absolutely funny. Okay, hold on. There we go. Look, son. It's one of nature's most beautiful sights. The convoy. <laughs> they're even making that politician well he kind of looks like trudeau Uh uh-huh and he's behaving like a vampire isn't that interesting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow okay next question nick is the convoy going to dc after this Ooh. We had reports of that yesterday in the news. We brought it up. Uh, There's some reports on Twitter, uh, Instagram also. Interesting. And it goes with another question so far. So, Vicky, let me bring this up. She says, so far, 17 states have joined Canada's convoys, others at the border. And somebody's also asking, we'll put all this in together here. Will this spread over the world to stop the agenda? So the trucker convoy. So let's lump all that in. Will it go across the world? And will it also converge on dc what can the cards tell us so we've got the star and the so uh, it feels like it's it's really waking and opening people up it's like it's almost like our humanness is being exposed or we remember to be human Mm -hmm. so it's definitely doing that a lot of people are becoming uh like getting involved in various different ways there's a generosity to that card uh, but then this card happens. So I don't think it'll, um, it's still up in the air how big it'll go, how many will get on board. There's There could be a lot of logistics there, mm-hmm. finances and things like that. Okay. Uh, but I think it might, some of them might end up, or maybe the U.S. will have their own convoy go to D.C. Because that feels like um, that's a possibility because this is my Mr. T USA card. But then the way it's looking here with this, I feel like when this card came up, I feel like there's going to be another diversion that takes everybody's attention away from the convoy. And it has something to do with Trump. Oh, uh, the convoy is speeding up the coming down of the old system that you better believe it. It's opened people's hearts and they're starting to follow their true heart. And of course, humans want to be free beings. They don't want to walk around enslaved with uh, facial coverings. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be ostracized from play. They like their. They like to be free. So it's it's speeding up everything that would bring more freedom. Okay, and that could include because you asked about silver and everything. We know that's. Mm-hmm. I think personally put in place by the universe to help people eventually recoup financially. Right. I think, but also like the crashing of, of the fiat dollar, uh, the whole crashing of the deep state, the dark cult. I mean, that's been going on here for a couple of years, probably since, well, probably since that September date in 2001. Mm -hmm. Like there, and maybe even before that, there's been a group that's Mm -hmm. put we call them the alliance we've eventually started calling them the white hats and they've been working in the background to change everything and they they tried mm-hmm. it a couple of 
sometimes hasn't worked, but this time it looks like it's working. Right. Wow. I think that, yeah, I think the whole, everything that's happening seems to be uh, uh, like helping this, every, the old system crash going to go down and time for the new. And when we look at what Julie was getting in her astrology, like it's, it's time. The stuff can't hold anymore. The old system's going down and we've been seeing it for a while, but it's, pretty dramatic right now <laughs> there's still truckers on the way uh so this is going to be absolutely amazing i saw some footages last night i'm trying to find them now uh where all of these uh, basically the cops are uh, removing all of the main uh, traffic so that these truckers can come in to the golden triangle here as we call it and they're double triple quadruple uh parked here on wellington street in front of the parliament absolutely beautiful cooperation and so far very peaceful and you can tell the energy is really high people are excited even though it's minus 30 out there uh so i might be uh, going out there uh tomorrow sunday or monday or all of them um i want to be doing some what you call man on the street interviews and so my friend here has put up this nice poster <laughs> i'll be out there with the bullhorn trying to have some fun with the audience and connect uh, with my fellow canadians here and ask them why they're here in ottawa and why perhaps they're proud of being the small fridge minority on parliament hill so look out for that uh maybe this afternoon maybe tomorrow and monday or all of the above we'll see how we can plan all of this right now it is uh, a bit tricky getting downtown i'm about an hour away at any rate uh but i want to be there for sure uh, for the speeches so i'm going to be paying attention uh, this afternoon to see what time that is going to be and uh, I will be putting posters up uh, as soon as that is. And Janine, I'll find a way also to be able to stream uh, uh, cast you also with me live. Uh, I can do that on my phone as long as we have enough bandwidth. Uh, but I'm suspecting it might be an issue with that many people pinging the same cell phone. That's great news. Let me see if I can find that. GoFundMe has released one million. Okay, so <laughs> they're parsing it out, Janine. You guys can figure that out for the truckers that would be absolutely amazing uh jc the co- the creator of the simpsons matt's groaning is uh, high up in the freemasons of course we're talking about all of this uh predictive stuff in the symptoms last night and symptoms last night uh yeah absolutely cool cassandra uh janine how will this affect the supply chain uh for average canadians so is the fact that all these truckers now are doing this as opposed to doing the transports of goods and services to our local stores and to our doorsteps, is that going to affect maybe supply uh, for a little while? And of course, we're not saying they caused it. Uh, the government caused it with this uh, vaccine mandate for the truckers and uh, all of these lockdowns. But is this going to maybe um, exacerbate some of these supply chain uh, problems here for the next couple of days and weeks? Uh, it'll get... It's kind of scary here, in particular in the next nine days or over the next nine days, start you, you'll start to really feel it, okay? But then this feels like uh, it, I keep getting there's going to be another thing go down and it involves the U.S. and Mr. T, uh, Trump. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be, and then that's that's going to further put things in a really interesting position, make us a little vulnerable to shortages. Okay, but over the long haul, uh, things get back on track in in about two to four weeks. I'm thinking, like they start to. So these guys must be done by then, and uh, back working or something like that. But in the meantime, something's going down with the U.S. 
that could put the U.S. in uh, some kind of jeopardy around shortages and stuff like that to make them a little bit vulnerable. So like all of the uh, truthers community has been told for months and months and months, we've been saying, keep at least a couple of weeks worth of extra Stock up on especially your favorite things or things that, you know, survival type things. So you don't run out of those at least. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But I don't get disastrous in the cards. It just looks like, yeah, it'll get a little worrisome. Hmm. And it's and wonder- in other places in the world where they've already seen it. Right, right, right. And I wonder if that has to do with uh, the USA, the 222s, the return, uh, some of this alignment also. So it seems to be all converging at the same time. Absolutely fascinating. Uh, guys, again, go check out that last Astro Wu Finance episode for more of those details. Uh, this is Rebel News reporting here. The reel is on again, the Freedom Convoy Rally 2022. You can see, wow, uh, Parliament Hill is busy right now. That's really, really interesting. Another question. Um, Jenny, we're 48 minutes in. We'll try to uh, round this up here in the next couple of minutes. We're a little bit longer than we wanted, uh, but this is really cool so far. And guys, if you like what we're doing, uh, tell us in the in the chat. Say, hey, we love you, JC. We love you, Janine. Uh, this is a lot of work putting all of this together. And of course, if I have to go there uh, in on the grounds and report also, it's a lot of work. So I need your encouragement. So let us know <laughs> how much you love us. Yeah. Just put it in the live stream now. Um, I had another question asking the most important thing. Okay, yes, this is impo- uh, important. Uh, Julia, let's ask the cards. What's the most important things uh, we Ottawans can do to help the convoy. So specifically here, people in Ottawa, what can we do to help this convoy? Oh, get the word out to as many people as you can to stop all, so cease and desist all mandates. So let that, like, uh, just start already behaving like everything's finished. Just don't wear those things, no matter what. Just say, hey, there's a whole convoy as big as the world's ever seen on the behalf of us not having to do these things anymore. So get on board, like have a little speech ready. You might even want to write it up. I've been thinking about writing it up because it says, get the word out that you you're done. Hmm. Dead in the water. You guys that's like, act like it already is because that's what they want. So if everyone just, And also tell your restaurant people that own restaurants. And if they're listening, people that own restaurants, I even was thinking about in Calgary, I would write something up and say, okay, here's what's going on. Get on board and draw all your, uh, because if everyone does it, uh, they can't shut every place down all at once. Mm -hmm. So let's all do this. What the truckers are doing, let's everybody else get on board. That would support what they're doing Mm -hmm. because they want all mandates dropped. So let's drop them already. Yeah. Everyone's doing them. Yeah, exactly. And people that own businesses. What the heck? If all mm-hmm. these people are for this movement, then uh, they're your customers. Drop all your all the stupidity. Just do mm-hmm. it now. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's interesting also here in Ottawa, Maxime Bernier, another thing we can do here is ask uh, everyone to uh, force basically the government to rehire all of those real public service uh, people, the people who actually offer service to the people here to rehire them, those who are taking a decision, personal decision for their health. So again, uh, kudos to Maxime here uh, for the uh, uh, public service personnel here. Okay, Um, Janine, so to my line producer here, is there anything else I'm missing? Please put it in the uh, private chat on the side. Uh, If there's anything else news breaking uh, that perhaps is interesting for this show so we can close on that. If not, 
maybe uh, other personal questions that I've missed that you think is absolutely important for me to bring. And while I wait for that, uh, Janine, can we pull cards here and see uh, what universe has to tell us here for the next 24 hours? You and I are going to be trying to do these um, reports here every day uh, for as long as we can and for as long as it makes sense to do so and it is pertinent to do so. So let's pull some cards here for the next 24 hours. What do we need to know? What do we need to watch for? Where do we need to put our energies collectively to help support this momentum for freedom? Wow. It's like a breakthrough in for integrity and truth. Uh, if you think you're feeling good now, uh, like in the next 24 hours, you'll feel even a bigger breakthrough. Some kind of truth breakthrough uh, that's a real feel-good moment here. It's going to be uh, beautiful. And, uh, yeah, it, it leads directly to the end of all of this BS that's been going on. Wow. Yeah, it's doing the complete flip. Wow. It's like, yeah, they can't, they can't uh, keep this up here. They can't keep this up. Like they're barely hanging on him, giving him eight hours and something goes down. Hmm. They just can't keep up. Uh, some, something's going to break here. I don't know what I mean by that, but there's some. Well, well let me bring that up on the screen. So thank you uh, to the line producer here. They're saying uh, a lot of questions people are asking, hey, could it be that it's the Trump rally that might be an instigator here that kind of breaks the news or that switches the narrative as you're speaking? So Jill is asking on the screen and there's quite a few more people asking about that. So let's ask the cards. Is Mr. T here going to be uh, helping changing the channel? Is he part of this breakthrough here that you keep seeing that could pop up here very soon? Oh yeah. Whoops. He's going <laughs> to say something that totally flips the narrative in the US too. Wow. Bringing something out. So he's got a really important thing. So watch carefully because we know how tricky he is with words. Watch carefully. I'll definitely be looking into that tomorrow on Sending Ravens, what he says. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I won't be able to do it uh, for the tarot by Janine because I always uh, do that the night before. So I wouldn't have watched it yet. But right. this card says uh, he's he's going to say something that uh, flips everything there. So I think this uh, is like is like the uh, the domino that everything falls by. I mean, there's been a lot of dominoes, but this one's really pushing it. Wow. <laughs> okay. Exciting times. Well, folks, yeah. this is so if you're not here, uh, if you're around the world somewhere and you don't know why these people are so dressed up, it is minus 40 <laughs> right now in Ottawa. Minus 40. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Minus 30. It was minus 40. Okay. It was 37 something this morning without the windshield. So I'm sure we were oh minus goodness. 40 last night. But yeah. <laughs> so this is what it looks like to be brave and to be Canadian. And of course, we are the lions. And when we wake up, uh, you can hear us roar. And we are yeah. roaring now across the planet. So yeah. this is what it looks like. A big thank you here to Rebel News uh, with this live pan. And also, please do go and um, support our friends here. At Freedom Convoy 2022, let me bring that link again down for you guys. So you can go subscribe and follow the news there for yourself as well. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining us here today. Really appreciate your energy and also your psychicness and your great questions so that we can bring all of these different points of views together so that we don't 
so that we don't get duped once again. <laughs> so many times in our history, we got to these critical points and then we get duped for here's the new boss, same as the old boss or whatever their playbook used to be. We can't afford that this time around. And this is why we need to bring all eyes uh, yeah. on the situation and all of these uh, different points of view. So a big thank you everyone for watching us and please stay tuned uh, in the next day or two, perhaps even this afternoon, uh, this afternoon to see this poster come up. Uh, I will be making my way here to Parliament Hill and uh, interviewing the man and the women and the children on the street, so to speak. So I can't wait to be with you there in person. In the meantime, guys, please do remember to like, share, and subscribe. I'm almost at 63,000. It's funny, yesterday I got an email from YouTube telling me, uh, your subscribers might come down a little bit here because there's a lot of spam and we're cleaning up. So, okay. I've never had that message from them before. So apparently now they're worried about spam fake accounts subscribing to me, Jean-Claude. So, okay. Sure. sure. All right. And in the meantime, you can also go and subscribe here to Tarot by Janine and Sending Ravens uh, here on YouTube. That's yesterday's episode. So do go check that out to understand here why the astrology uh, for the next couple of days are absolutely uh, critical. So that's Sending Ravens on YouTube. And this was the Siege of Ottawa Freedom Convoy special updates with Janine and Jean-Claude. I love you guys. Have a great day. And uh, we'll see you on Parliament Hill. <laughs> Doing this. I apologize. But like I say, I can't tell you why everything is different. I never did anything, but all of a sudden, all of the controls are different. And Walt and I have been trying to fix this, and Walt, it's different, right? <laughs> yeah, but Nancy, I don't think the people are upset with us because I think they enjoy helping us fix the radio stuff. Oh, I know. So don't our, worry about that. I know our people do because they're in chat and having fun. They're just hanging out with us. But somebody that's on podcast, I don't know, they're probably going like, oh, these people, why don't they edit? Well, the podcast might be very short this week. <laughs> I'll say well, if you want to. Walt, so, you know. Hey, you, you know. Say this, whatever comes up. <laughs> that, that's, that's true. But, you know, I got to tell you guys a story. Because do we have anything else? That we, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about, oh, yeah, Trump saying something and he's going to have a... I didn't know he was having a rally tonight. That's yeah, six, uh, 8 o'clock Eastern. I just looked it up. And it's on OAN. Do you have a link? Did you put it in the thing? No, hang on. I will do that now. Because sometimes finding out where it is is the biggest problem. So that's pretty interesting. What do you think about that, Dolly? Think about what? About Trump being <laughs> on a rally tonight. Oh, Trump. Oh, see, I don't think very much about it. I, it, it people are saying, oh, this is going to happen, that's going to happen, so-and-so is going to say this, so, and it never happened. So I'm not real excited. If he says something and it's something cool, I'll get excited then. <laughs> I save I my if, uh, energies. I wonder if uh, eBay would have a, like an old model looking glass machine. Maybe it's not too too expensive. That way we can look forward and don't, don't have to be so expecting all the time. This is going <laughs> to happen. That's going to happen. Wouldn't that be convenient? 
Well, bear in mind what Janine said about the fact that he does put a lot of stuff in code, of course. But, you know, he says things that shouldn't be taken literally in a lot of cases. So whether that will be the case tonight or not, I might actually watch it tonight. I've got it, got that page up and ready. So we'll see. Okay, so can I tell you a story? This is this is like mm. really weird. Okay, so you know I've been watching this Blind Frogs Ranch. And it's not far from Skinwalker Ranch where they've been doing investigations for a decade or more on the paranormal things that happen there from animals just, you know, dying. And they, they actually get them on film saying, boom, Somebody, this cow is there, it's dead. Was it on the, on, did they capture it on, on film? Because they got cameras all over this. This guy, this is Skinwalker. And sure enough, they see the, the cow standing there all right, then trembling and then, you know, falling down dead. And when they look at the video really closely, there's like a UFO in the picture. All right. So, I mean, that's what's happening over in Skinwalker and a lot of other things. But this other ranch is not too far away. Supposedly, the Aztecs, when they were under attack by the Spanish, took a tremendous treasure and moved it into the Utah area in these mountains. And this ranch supposedly has the geographic um, markers that are associated with this particular story. So this guy that's an ex-oil man, is now there with his son in a geology a ge geology geology man expert scientist and these other people from police office. I mean, he's got this kind of like amateurish group, but they're good in their own uh, areas. And they've had things like they found an entire satellite. Uh, I mean, a, a solar um, powered system that was monitoring and taking film of the entire ranch from where they were they could see the entire ranch uh cows dying you know i mean just all sorts of really weird stuff but they got into the cave and the cave has got water in it there's like a pond and then there's a cave and in the cave they've gone down in scupa they found this big they're calling it a box but really it's like I would say they have to be at least five inches uh, thick, maybe maybe six, of um, lumber, like, you know, trees that have been tied together in this kind of like, they're calling it a box, it's more like a corral to me. Well, I won't even go through how idiotic I think they are trying to do this, and I was right. They could, they, what they tried to do was to go into this tunnel system that they took a LIDAR uh, on, a, on a drone, an underwater drone, and they went in there, and so they've got a map underground that they, get, that they know. If, if the diver has the uh, monitor on that tells them his position, they can follow him directly through the computer where he is in this tunnel system. And because the visibility is so bad, they have actually had to guide him in where he can't see anything. He's just taking turns when he's supposed to. So they dig this big hole above where the box is, drop a chain down. This son of the guy that owns it's got to take this chain and put it around the box. 
and then they're going to drag it out of the cave, right? And I'm going like, dude, you got a hole in the ground. Just take whatever's in it and put it on a, you know, put it, yeah, it's going to take you longer, but you're going to get it out. What are you doing pulling it through this maze of... Oh, they had to go in with these uh, big, uh, what do they call them? You know, those things, uh, uh Slam thingy, whatever. Anyway, it's a power tool that breaks up rocks. And they go in there and they break up the rocks. You mean a jackhammer? A jackhammer, thank you. So they get the jackhammer in there, they break up the rocks, they get the rocks out of there, so now it's a pretty clean shot, right? So they put the put this big old tractor steam shovel thingy and they start pulling on the, on the chain. And the chain is, I mean, a big chain. Pulling on the chain. And finally, something comes out of the cave. <laughs> it's one of the logs. And this guy had, had only put the chain on one friggin' log. <laughs> His father was so mad at him. You didn't put it around the whole box? Well, no, it wasn't long enough or something. I mean, it was like so stupid. You can't even believe it. So... I'm going to go in there. I'm going to go in there. It can't be that far down. So he goes to where he finds the box again, and he takes out these, I think it might have been maybe only two bags, okay? And in the bags are these rocks. Now, the rocks were, oh, I would have to say, again, at least more than four inches in uh, wide, you know, diameter type. They, weren't, they were like ore. Just rocks of ore, right? So they bring them up to the to the <laughs> to the cabin, and they open it up, and all they're seeing is these rocks. There's no silver, there's no gold, there's just these rocks. But the geologist gets really excited. He says, "Well, it is iron, and when you see the iron, you normally see gold. So the only way we're going to know is if we we break these." So he gets a sledgehammer, and he smacks this thing open, and it kind of fell into a number of pieces, you know, and he's looking at this stuff, and he goes, what's that? And they see this this round disc of some metal, silver, like like silver-colored. Um, but the geologist right off the bat, myself actually, too, it didn't really look like silver. To make a long story short, in this ore, they're finding, they, they opened up three of these rocks, well, you know, while I was watching. And in each one of them, there was a cylinder. And I'm talking like, you know, a cylinder that was inside each of these rocks that was a good inch diameter of this pure silvery metal. And the box itself had been dated to the time of the Mayans. So now you've got this box in a cave, in a box that the Mayans make, I mean the Aztecs, sorry, that the Aztecs use that construction, dated because they took the wood out of the, out of the, you know, one of the logs and, and had it dated, and it's dated to the time of the Aztec supposed taking the treasure. And the treasure is rocks with this weird, only could be man-made, only could be man-made. It was like... Somebody took a, a, the only way I could imagine this even happening is you got a wall of rock and somebody drills a hole in the, in the rock and gosh only knows how deep it was and then put this metal in it 
Okay, so the metal is a rod now. All right, somehow or another they made these rods. They put it in the rock, and then as the rocks were broken up, the rods themselves broke because when they started playing with the metal itself. He said, what did he say? He said, if this is silver, he said, I can, I can find out if it's silver right off the bat. He said, if it's silver, if I smack it with a sledgehammer, it's going to flatten out. So he smacked it, and it went into pieces. He said, this is not silver. Then he hands another piece, because it, they're, the, the, the rods are actually breaking. He hands one of these pieces to um, the guy that owns the place, and a couple of minutes go by and the guy goes, oh, wow, I don't know what's happening here. And so the camera goes on his palm and the piece of metal had melted in his hand. Okay. Did it burn him? No, it just melted. And then, uh, what was the other really weird thing they did with it? They, they tested it with different chemicals. And, I mean, I started to wonder if this wasn't black goo. So the the geologist is spending all this testing, all this time, and remember he's he's out in the on a farm. He's not in any kind of a lab, and he said right out the bat he was talking about different metals and why he had discarded them as being possible, and one of them he named was gallium. I think it's spelled G A L L I U M, something like that, gallium, and. Um, but he said, but that wasn't even discovered until 1876, and it's a, and it's a process of uh, smelting. It's a byproduct. Well, he finally decided that that's what this stuff was. And what this stuff is used for, do I still have that up? Uh, let's just see here. Wasn't it used in all radios? It's, it's used in, 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 in um, the stuff that we use today. There's a whole... Let me see if it's still up. When you look it up, it's for technology and computers and a whole list of things. Let me see. Because I... um, it was something like gallium crystals that were used in the very first, remember the first radios that were not, um, uh, the, the first AM radios, uh, they, they, you, before transistors existed uh, and they started doing it with uh, vacuum tubes they needed something to separate uh, the carrier signal from the signal so th that's a process called heterodyning and they used a, a, a gallium crystal to set, do the separation and I remember my grandfather making one of these radios because he was doing a, a correspondence course on radio and I remember once he assembled it you could hear a radio transmission like standard radio, but there was no amplification. You had to put this head, headphone up to your ear to hear it. Well, I see. I just put it into um, Google, and it was metal G-A-L-L-I-U-M, and it shows you um, videos of this stuff. So you'll probably see exactly what they were showing on... Um, on the TV, <laughs> but understand why do the Aztecs have war with these core these? Uh, what I tell you, they were rods of this gallium that's supposedly for technology that's only been found in 1876 or something. 
I mean, well, the, the Aztecs had contact with the extraterrestrials where they were exactly, positive and negative. Exactly. Doesn't matter, but they were there. And in <laughs> fact, isn't that one of the reasons the Anunnaki were here in olden times, like in the times of Babylon, they were exploiting the local population for uh, mi mineral ores? They were, uh, ex they were doing excavations in different parts of the world in order to extract ores. So it makes perfect sense that they've found something so elaborated and complicated in a in in, in what appears to be historically uh, impossible well that's because the history that we are taught in school is the it's a very wrong history <laughs> when well, we get taught the real history we won't be surprised oh that happened way back when such and such a extraterrestrial race came down to earth and they did now everything is impossible well remember there's no such thing as UFOs, and there's no such thing as aliens. We know everything's swamp gas. <laughs> like the same way that we still have a population that believes that there's a, a scandemic. <laughs> the same way. <laughs> well, Walt, the thing, of it, the thing that really intrigues me is that when they first started playing with it, I said, gee, that looks like mercury. You know, that was my first thing I went to was, is this mercury? And... Because the Mayans in, I forget, Chichen Itza, I think maybe, but one of them, the one that's got the flat thing with the, the serpents, whatever, which one ever that is, uh, they've gotten inside of it and they found this underground area where it's almost like carved out into a fantasy world, like something from Walt Disney. And mm. there's a uh, like a pond in it that's full of mercury. Liquid mercury. Also, maybe the the, the metal was in a crystallized form, ah. in a crystallized form, and by destroying the structure, it uh, it it went back to like a like a virgin form. So it's it's kind of liquid. It well, lost its uh, its its well, uh, structure because obviously it was somebody took the time and trouble to structure this into a into a cylinder. Well, what what he because, did like for. What he did in the beginning was he, um, he, he, he heated it up, okay, and then as it cooled, he was looking for crystals, and he says, mm. there's one, and this little crystal would pop out, and the, I forget what it looked like, but every crystal looked different, and he said, it shouldn't be like this, he said, every crystal should look the same, not every one different, so he did look at the crystals right off the, the and then and then he if you if you spun it around, it would come off in pieces. It would all of a sudden be little balls of liquid. It'd be little balls of it, and then it would try to get back together again. It, freaky shit. I mean, I thought I was looking at black goo. But well, any I was wondering when you said it was a metal thing, I was wondering if it was like that metal that that they found in Roswell, but but. It didn't uh, fold up and unfold. It, it melted, you said. So that couldn't have been it. Well, well what Nancy's describing sounds like smart metal, metal that repairs itself. It's something that they're playing around with now, and we know that the military are whatever we think is the most advanced thing we know. We're actually 50 years behind the military. That's why the militaries are out in space, because they have the necessary technology. 
and uh, there is such a thing as smart metals. For example, at the at the commercial level, again, we're going 50 years in the back. We are 50 years behind the military. In the in the commercial world, you have um, uh, these springs, uh, and you can either stretch them and deform the metal. As soon as you expose them to heat, the spring goes back to its original spring. So they found a way to rearrange metals in such a way that a change in temperature, the metal goes back to its original shape. So, and that's nothing. They've actually made they've made more, more elaborate uh, compounds where the metals can actually repair itself. So, you know, that's a, that's a really handy thing to have when you're when you're dealing with outer space environment. Imagine uh, you have equipment and it breaks because of, of a maneuver out in space. Wouldn't it be ideal if the if the device or the machine or whatever it is could repair itself? Well, that exists already. They already have that. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's how. And I'm not, this is this is work that was done for an alien for an alien species. Not us. Obviously, the Aztecs didn't know anything about it because otherwise, I don't know. Maybe the archaeological community would have dug up something by now. But then again, all these fantastic discoveries that are kept under wraps and nobody knows anything about it. So they could have very well have that. Now, now some at the civilian level, somebody is stumbling on this and probably the scientific community now has, has known about it for some time. But they can do amazing things with metals. Well, apparently the Aztecs thought it was the most valuable thing they had. So they must have had some idea of what it was. I mean, who knows what it's being used for or was being used for. Because at, at some point, some energy, because it could have very well have been held in, in the shape of it, could probably um, be altered by being exposed to certain certain EMF of certain frequencies it goes liquid and under under other frequencies it goes solid because obviously it had the cylindrical shape but then they made the mistake of breaking them down the 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 rock formation therefore breaking the cylinders according to your description so that that could have very well played a role with this of this material liquefying because it lost the original structure so that that maybe could have been that's a, that's a, that's that's part of replicator technology. I know you, where it's where you use an you you use an energy field uh, a certain vibration for things to take shape and rearrange themselves. That's really really uh, touching on replicator technology. They're into something. I'm telling you. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but it's, uh, and the fact that it's out there on TV is really interesting. I mean, it could be this major disclosure thing. It's, you know, if yeah, they're doing theater about the, the White House, maybe this is theater. It's interesting. It's, it's happening interesting. right now. You, you present something new as something old. Oh, this is uh, something we found from the Essex. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Well, I got to kind of feel that those people, you know, are real people because they do some really stupid things. 
<laughs> That's what I think when I'm watching it. I I love watching that in Skywalker Ranch, and um, when like when they found that equipment that was spying the whole, they saw the whole ranch. Why didn't they set up? They took the equipment so the people weren't seeing them with the equipment gone. Why didn't they set up uh, people overnight to spy on it and watch them and catch who's setting it up? Because you know they're going to come back and set it up again. I thought, well, that's stupid. No, they put up cameras. Oh, it, <laughs> They put cameras up all, all through that area. Cameras in my world are not good enough. <laughs> when you could be there live in person and catch them right then. Rather than put a camera up, wait and see if the camera catches it. Then you have to go back and you have to look at the camera's thing. Well, by then, whoever's doing it is long gone. Like I say, they do some stupid things, but... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Especially the, the, the uh, <laughs> Well, in, the, in old reality shows, the, the director says to the, to the folks, just play yourselves. Just play yourselves. They're not <laughs> actors. <laughs> no, they're not actors, I don't think, because they do some dumb things. Anyway, we're down to the last two minutes here. Um, Jan, again, I want to thank you for uh, two good shows. I'm sorry this one is so screwed up, and I'm sh I'm not even sure if I know what I'm what we're supposed to do. But Walt's going to be on with me Tuesday on Shanghai Show, so we can go through the whole thing again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. We'll try it again. Yeah. So you guys want to say good night? Good night, everybody. Thank you for being here tonight. Good night, y'all. Thank you. And it's good night from me, too. And I hope you've enjoyed the Theatre of the Absurd. <laughs> Y'all did that real fast. <laughs> oh, do we need to go around again? <laughs> well, wait, I want to thank the people in the chat, our people in the chat. Thank you all for, for all the help you are to us when we run into these issues. I I just love having them there. I feel more comfortable. Oh, well, we got our people here. They're going to help us work through this. So I want to say thank you to y'all. <laughs> yes, we have special Absolutely. people. What a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, let's see truckers doing this and other people doing this and just stopping all this crazy stuff that's... That's happening. And I'm going to go listen to the president. Maybe he'll say something. You know, it's a test of Janine. We'll see if Janine's right. <laughs> yep. uh, text me if he does. Okay. If I hear anything or call important. call me. I don't care if it's exciting. Call me. Oh, but you might. <laughs> you'll probably be asleep. I don't. No. No. Call me. All right. I will call you. I have to come up here and find out where is our outro here. There it is. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you, um, well, hopefully Tuesday, uh, you know. And everybody stay warm. Be safe. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. <laughs>